KMTT, Kim Itzion Tetzay Torah, Tuesday. And the Shir usually on Tuesday is Parshat HaShavua. For various reasons having to do with the beginning of Chofesh Pesach, we're ready on vacation. We didn't prepare a uh, Shir in Parshat for Parshat Tzav. And I beg your pardon. But instead of that, we'll be continuing with the Shir that we began on Friday. The Shir of Maran, Harav Yosef Tov, Alevi Salavechek, Shiran Pesach, Shiran Haggadah. That was given in 1977, and we have a recording. Uh, the first part was broadcast on Friday, last Friday, in the Erev Shabbat program. If you missed it, you can find it in the archives, or it should still be in the, uh, uh, still be available if you're doing a podcast downloading. Uh, and this is the second part. The third part will be broadcast this coming Friday, as part of the Erev Shabbat program, the last uh, last broadcast before Pesach, this coming Friday, Erev Shabbat Kodesh Pashat Tzav. In the first part, I will summarize in six seconds what the Rav talked about <coughs> for 30 minutes. Uh, the Rav uh, spoke about the first aspect of the Haggadah, which was recitation and then Limud, reciting the story and learning, learning the story. As you'll hear in this part of the Shir as well, uh, the Rav announced in the in advance that he had, we should speak about nine aspects of the Haggadah. He continually got a little bit confused in, in the numbering. He never sure what number we're up to. It's not really important, uh, which is why I'm not saying that we covered two parts last last time because right away in the beginning of this year, the Rav will uh, get the numbering, numbering different. But just keep in track uh, where we're going. There was recitation of the Haggadah, and Talmud Torah, the Pasha of Arami, Oved Avi, which is a central portion of Sipur Yitzhak Mitzrayim, is darshaned, it's learned, Torah Shabal Peh, in the course of the Haggadah. From there, the Rav continues in the excerpt that we are broadcasting today. Maran, Harav Yosef Dov Halevi Salavechik, the meaning of the Haggadah, a share given in 1977, recorded and excerpted now in KMTT. Nice. So how many aspects did you do you cover? Who is with the man? Uh, all right. First aspect was the first aspect. Reading, technical reading. One was not blessed with a great mind. One had no opportunity to study. One who came from a, from a different background, was not provided with necessary knowledge, which is required for a study in depth. He can also participate and share in the Mitzvah right. There is the first aspect. What is it? Just to read. Who cannot read? Everybody can read. This is simple. Second aspect, limit for yourself, understand, explore in depth, analyze it. The third aspect is the great privilege which was granted to us to join the community of the Masora, the Masora community, of which the Almighty is a member. Would you like to, to, to join that community? Don't have to pay any dues. 
Now we have the fourth, yes? For, you, you have to... The fourth, yes. There is something else in Sipo Yitzhia's Mitzrayim in the structure of the Akkadah, which is relevant. Regarding the, the mitzvah of Sipo Yitzhia's Mitzrayim, the form of narration, the way we tell this story, avails itself of a dialogue. Seyumad, so forth. Of a dialogue. One asks, another person answers. The whole recycle, basically the whole recycle of the Agode, is a response to one. There's two, four questions which were addressed to the people by a young child, naive child. Oh, without the money standing, you cannot start. You cannot start a god from a god you know. If there is no, no one to ask, so there is no need for an answer. The whole cycle responds to the four questions asked by the child. Now question, I have a fifth question. Arises. Why is it necessary? Why is it necessary to dramatize that the child should ask? And we try to stimulate the child, the curiosity of the child, in order to make him ask. Child is sleeping, he's hungry. But we try to make him. Why is it necessary? We got it all the of course. So why did it require this kind of dramatic conversation, of dialogue, of asking and answering? of inquiring and responding. Why was it necessary? I believe that this this uh, law is nurtured by a basic idea in others. God reveals to man only if man searches, searches for him. If one is not inquisitive, if one expects God to reveal himself without making an all-out effort to find him, we will never meet God. Uvekashte mishom umotsoso kisidrekmotkashte mishom esadeshem rekecho umotsoso kisidreshenu becholobovecho vechol nafshecho. From thence you will seek the Lord and thou shalt find him. 
You should come to me, the Almighty says, from distant lands, and you should, you should inquire where is the road leading to God's habitation. The searching for the sanctuary, the curiosity to know where the sanctuary is, 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 is per se a great experience, redeeming and sanctifying. The curiosity hallows the the, the efforts of man and makes the pilgrimage meaningful. When Yisrael asked Moses, what do the people do in your place the whole day? Yisrael didn't understand. Yisrael had, I mean, like a clergyman, he had asked for receiving congregants. But when he saw that Moses spent the whole day with the people, he asked, what did do the people? What did the people do in your place? Or what are you doing for the people? What did Moshe answer? The first answer I gave him a few answers, but the first answer, I, but I want to abate in quotation. The people come to me because they search for God. The people are God thirsty. God intoxicated. They want to find God. They search for God. And they want guidance from Him. The first night of Passover, we will try to stimulate the curiosity of the child. We will try to make him inquisitive. And we want, because the story of Mitzrayim is a story of a long search on the part of many generations for God, who finally find it. He will come close to us. And we want the child to join to join this march of the Masora community. And how can a child join this march if not by asking questions during the night, during, during the Seder? To arouse the naive curiosity of a child is like making a child a God-searcher. What is more beautiful than that?
So now aspect number, what, what's the number now? Five. Aspect number five. What is Agada here? The search for God. Just wait. Let, let, let's let's re recount. Let's imagine the, those are ballots. Let's recount. Technical reading. One next study. Three. Masero. Four. Search of guys. Four, not fifty. We don't don't mislead me about the whole time. To search for God, not only to find God. God will never reveal himself if the person is not inquisitive and doesn't search for him. Now, aspect number five. Like the whole Seder, is structure around I, I'm afraid to say the last word around what? What, you, what, what, what would you suggest? Structured around revolves around what? Pseudo Emil Nothing sensational Emil The framework within which the mitzvah Sipo Yitzias Mitzrayim is attained and fully realized is a plain Sudas Yomtep, a meal, a holiday meal. You want me to prove it? Or you'll believe me, I have to prove that. Because this, this is a great, I call it Hiddush, even though it's simple. The first act, as I say there, is you know what, how, how you begin to say that. It's Kiddush, Kaddish, remember that. The first act, the Kiddush, is an integral part of Sipoyitzias Mitzrayim. I want you to understand that Sipu Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Pesach Nai begins with the Kiddush and concludes with what? With the Broche of Ishtabak. Melech Kilcheo Ilomim or Melech Mulobat Ishboches. The bench in Birkes Amosin Pesach Nai is not the ordinary Birkes Amosin of an ordinary Sunday or Monday or Tuesday. It is a book that Bergesamosen is an integral part of the Sipo Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. I'll explain it to you. And so is the Kiddush. That's why the Shulchan Aruch says that, the, that we must not recite the Kiddush prior to Shkia, to sunset. Even though we are ready to postpone the drinking of the wine until after nightfall. It's not the drinking of the wine, as the Magnavromu wants to, to interpret, 
This itself is the first act of Sipur Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Why? Apparently the Kiddush and Pesavanite has a double connotation, double meaning. It is Kiddush because Pesach night is, is a holiday, is a little yonder, and it is incumbent upon us to recite Kiddush, to, to usher in the Shabbos by the recital of Kiddush, the Shabbos and Yontev. And secondly, the Kiddush itself is a part of Sipur Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim. First of all, first of all, the Kiddush is considered as a part of Sipur Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim. And I would say that it's very simple to explain. Why? What, what do you say, Amir? I beg your pardon? Yes. You said something. I, I didn't catch it. What? No, no, no. For different persons. Correct. Yeah. Which course is it? Supposed to be. No, no. Oh, if you meant this way, say so you're wrong. No, no. Because the Ashaboha Bonami Kolom is the third expression of freedom or redemption. Which Akadish Baruch revealed to Moshe, to, to, to Moshe, to the Kachtes from Vilaom, but the Eilachem Malikid. The Dalit is hence, and this is basically the purpose of Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim. So before we start telling the story of the, of, of the events in Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim, we declare right away that Akadish Baruch has has fulfilled his promise and, de- and chose us as a covenantal community and then as a separate, unique nation. This is number one, correct. This is number one. But there is another reason. I believe the second reason is the true one. Before Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim, Pesach night is implemented through two media. There are two media, two ways of implementation. I mean, both are necessary, are indispensable. One, one medium is what? What would you say? Correct? Oh, spoken word. This is Agada. Agada. Second group, you said it first, you mentioned it first, let me hear it. Through eating. Through eating, through consuming food. Simply. It's very strange. Because Pesach, Matzo, and Moreo, eating of Pesach, Matzo, and Moreo, 
I mean, pursues actually two objectives on Pesach Namely, one objective, the fulfillment of the mitzvah of Pesach Matzah Matzah. Second, the eating of Pesach Matzah Matzah is an instrument or a medium of Sipu Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. We tell the story by eating Pesach Matzah Matzah. Not only by using the, the human gift of speech, the spoken word, but by acting like, an, uh, like a natural being and eating those particular, the, those uh, religious articles, I mean, the ice, symbolic food items, one fulfills the mitzvah of Sipoyitzias Mitzrayim. Who said it? Rabbi Slavich said it, so you don't listen. Who said it? Rabban Gamliel, of course, of course. As a matter of fact, Rabban Gamliel in his statement, Koshal Roma, Ashleshet Vore, Melo, Bapesach, Leyotso, Yerech, Vosei, has just stated, I mean, that the eating of Pesach Matzah Morer is a part of what? Is a part of Sipu Yitzias Mitzray. You can tell a story by using your vocabulary, you can a story by doing something. And you do tell the story of Mitzrayim in two ways. By speaking, by speech, and by acting. Acting in the sense of eating. And Rabban Gamliel, what did Rabban Gamliel add? That before you eat Pesach Matzah Morel, you should, you should interpret their symbolic significance, connotation, what they symbolize. Pesach, Matzah, In other words, Sipu Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is a blend of storytelling, Torah teaching, and partaking of a meal. Funny plan. A combination of the spoken word and a physiological function such as eating. Sude, Pesach night means an intermingling of physical pleasure Restore a debate. You don't want to debate, all right? Of an activity which is motivated by biological pressure and which is not characteristic of men at all, it's an animal activity. This one medium, one part of Sipoyitzias Mitzrayim, and the other part consists of God's word. Combination of both is the story of Sipoyitzias. I mean, for it, uh, it forms this. Uh, is combination of both represents Sipoyitzias Mitzrayim.
to perfection. And Kiddush ushers in the Suda Shabbos and Yontem, or every Shabbos. You must not eat before Kiddush. Why? Why? One must not eat before Kiddush. Why? Because before Kiddush, whatever you eat before Kiddush will belong to Asudas Chet. And the Jew is enjoined from consuming his Sudas Chet and Shabbos. As simple as that. Then you know the Aloha, you all know the Aloha. In Kiddush, all of them came Sudeh. Why is it so? That if I say Kiddush, and the Kiddush is not followed by a meal, so the Kiddush is, is meaningless. Because the function of the Kiddush is to usher in the Sudeh Shabbos. This is the introduction to Sudeh Shabbos. If Kiddush is not recited, whatever a Jew eats and consumes, is nothing but crumbs from the Sudas And the Jew is obligated or enjoined to eat Shabbos exclusively a Sudas Shabbos. I'm not speaking about Shabbos, I want you to know. <laughs> Kiddush makes the Sudas a Sudas Yontem. And Sipur Yitzias Mitzrayim and Pesach night is a combination of Agode and Sude. I would rather say that Agode is structured and revolves around Sude. The frame of reference is Sude. They understand very well. So Sipur Yitzias Mitzrayim is not only a, consists not only of a mirror of speaking, of saying, of pronouncing, of using my gift, speech, which God bestowed upon me. But by using, but by a combination of the spoken word and physiological activity, which is being raised and elevated to great heights by being combined with the spoken word of God. As a matter of fact, I'll just let me interject. I could have omitted it. Sude as a service. Sude as a service to God. Or Sude in the presence of God. To eat in the presence of God are central ideas in Judaism. Judaism wanted to achieve, to achieve this an institution, I mean, to create an institution which prima facie is absurd, that man can in his support, can is obligated to eat in the presence of God. That eating, consuming food, is a holy function, a meaningful performance. It's something great to it if it is done and practiced properly. 
And that is, for instance, a verse like Vayobi Avin Rechosik Nehisroi. Leechol lechem in Mimchisen Meshe, Lifnei Olekim, that Aaron and the elders of Israel came to, to eat bread in the presence of God. All such verses, like Rechalto Lifnei Adeshem Lekecho, we are so completely alien and the border upon the paradoxical as far as the Greek civilization was concerned. In the Greek civilization you have legends about Diagnes who used to hide himself when he ate because eating is an animal function and a man should not exhibit animality. Aristotle couldn't understand how can you serve God with your stomach? You serve God with your mind. Jacob Schiff, when he once visited the Shus Rabitz Kalchona and walked in into Rabbi Aronovitz's room, he was saying he's shearing your idea. The old time must still remember it. So Jacob Schiff asked the guy, what is the old man saying? What is he teaching them? So he told him it was about Melicha, how to salt me. So he said, I don't support institutions, religious institutions which are in, interested in the stomach. <laughs> of course, the first Chela Kafiradeh's interest concerned with the stomach, not the, with the abdomen, no, 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 no question about it. But this is the greatness of Yahweh. To teach the stomach or the human body to behave in the presence of God is more difficult than to teach the mind to behave properly in the presence of God. If you start with the mind, you'll fail. If you start with the body, you may succeed. And whoever knows the expressions Shulchan Shaloda Mechaper as the table is like the Mizbeach which grants atonement to the person who eats it. We understand what it means what the word Sude means or denotes. And around that today is the whole state of structure, and Sipolitius Mitzrayim as a mitzvah was integrated into the Sule, into the institution of Sule. Now, what, what is, of course, well, what, is, what is it now? The, what's the number? Fifty. Fifty. It's not Thomas, it's my sheet, sorry. Of course, you'll take the, third, the second aspect, Limud. The third aspect, Masero. The second aspect, Limud. The third aspect, Masero. The fourth aspect, Search of God by the child. Of course, all those aspects don't apply to Mikrobikoi. They are typical 
even though Mikra Bikoim is involved with Sipo Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, but Sipo Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, as far as the pilgrim is concerned, was a simple act, reading and that's all, consisted of reading and that's all.